the governors uh, got together and said, look, let, let's play for a hog. Let's play for a pig. Ben and Eric gather at their laptops. One's a gopher, one's a Hawkeye. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the pod of Rosella, bronze pig full of hot takes. I'm Ben, the Hawkeye fan, here with Eric, the gopher fan. Eric. Fire, Brian. Oh, whoa. Wait, what was that? I, sorry, were you... Were you, you watching the, on the football? TV? Absolutely. Are you? Okay. Were you at the game? No, I was not at the game at all. Uh, it would have been. It would have been a fun one to go to for a bunch of reasons. No, I had a nephew that was getting baptized, and so it was socializing. And I was keeping tabs on the game, and then I saw the second half. Oh yeah, um, they were chanting that for most of the game. I heard that. On, I mean, Twitter. I mean, I just, I just didn't hear it, and I had the sound on for what a, a lot of, a lot of the game. Uh, we'll get there, but. Could be some negative. Your Gophers were trailing at halftime. Louisiana yeah, at, at halftime. How worried yeah. were you? Uh, I was very worried. I mean, it was you know we talked about it being a must-win game, and uh, it's it really was seeming like another one of those just let-down losses. Now they came back in the second half. Kaliak Manis still has not thrown for 200 yards in a game. That's that's like my Brian Ferentz point watch is can he do it? Can he throw for 200 yards in one single game? I, I mean, I watched a good chunk of the game, and it really looked like the Gophers have reverted to the 2022 structure. Yeah, just gonna running. All we're going to do is Grind it out and then occasionally throw a pass, try to get a, a deep chunk play out of the passing game. And that seems like that that was it. That seems like that's what the Gophers are doing. And it, it worked against Louisiana. They they wore them down. They you pulled away in the second half. They've so, had something like four different freshman of the week running backs, I think, if I saw that right. Yeah. In in like four consecutive games, they've had a freshman of the week from as a running back. This was yeah. Zach Evans, I think, is the guy's name that won it this yeah, week. Yeah, they'll just keep they'll just keep grinding it out. They, that's fine. And uh, if the Gophers ever have yeah, to pass to catch up, it's probably going to be a bad situation. But if they can keep it close or maintain a lead, they can just grind it out against everybody that's not Northwestern. There, there are limits to how well it works, but that seems like what they're doing. Um, it's not going to work against Michigan, that's for sure. Uh, probably not, but I don't know what strategy would work for the Gophers. I don't think the Gophers have the personnel to seriously threaten Michigan. Although we'll get there. We'll we'll get yeah, we'll preview right. your Wolverines. Uh your matchup with Wolverines there. <clears throat> you were mentioning the Fire Bryans chance. Well, twenty six points is not bad, Eric. Oh get out of here. Get, I see, mean impressive freaking... job by Brian. I'm I'm super impressed. Oh my god. That, the see, office, this is why that's points. such a sham. This is why that point Michigan State literally gave Iowa six points. Just gave them to them by stu- the the going. I don't know you. So you did, did you can go back and watch it. So oh, I, I see. I, I've seen all, the, all of it. Going for it on the fourth down at, at like their twenty yard line. It was one of the dumbest things. It just gave them three points. I don't know why they did that. The, the, literally, Iowa had no business winning this game. They should. They should not have won this game. This is this is this is so recent. Iowa. Iowa gained one hundred less yards than Michigan State. But one by two scores. I mean, right at right at the spread. I mean, it was twelve and a half when we looked at it. I think it, it dropped down to like ten. Various outlets, just classic, classic, classic Iowa. Yeah, winning a I, goddamn punt return. Iowa had three field goals in the second half. All of them were drives that started on Michigan State side of the field. Right. And one of those drives even lost yards and almost come out of field goal range. 
So you had the the trail rundowns, which you mentioned, which yeah, I, I, I anybody if you have a lead with Iowa in the twenty twenty three version of the game, don't make go the, for it on fourth down on no, your own side of the field. Make them don't score. Do it. Yeah, make them have to actually get some yards and first downs. Like it's such a stupid get idiotic play. But then the other one was the shanked punt. Yes. The guy just biffed really bad, and I, I did gain like I don't know twenty fifteen yards or so enough to kick a field goal. But they had great field position, and the other one was after the fumble recovery um, to ice the game. And really, the offense did very little. They had I you know like eighty some yards in the second half. It was bad. It's a bad second half. A lot of wide receiver drops. I am going to point out. I I wasn't upset with Deacon Hill. I thought he looked pretty good. I don't know. I wasn't. He, he looked like he belonged out there. He missed some throws, whatever. Um, he had a lower first, QBR than McNamara. That's fine. He had. A, I, I don't know. Does QBR take into account wide receiver drops? I don't know. He was great. Like in the second quarter, he this was year, terrific. This year, this year, holy grail of advanced stats. Like, what are you? And now you don't I like don't know QBR? QBR. We've already talked about how I don't know QBR, and you don't really know. I don't know what goes into it. I don't know how it's calculated. If it's based on the raw numbers, I get it. But he was really great in the second half. For the the second quarter, and he, I, I loved. I it looked like they were trying to. Well, they were trying to move the ball down the field and score at least a field goal at the end of the half. It and there were back to back drops. Uh, values quarterback on all play types on a scale of one to one hundred, adjusted for the strength of the opposing defenses that they faced. I don't know. I mean, but I mean, let, let's say you throw it to a receiver's hand. And it bounces off. I would assume drops included in are included or factored in. I don't know. Okay. Who knows? I, I don't know. But anyway, you know, it's not great, but it wasn't That's great. That's why advanced stats are stupid, but sorry. Keep McNamara keep wasn't great either for almost all of these games. He was great the first drive he was in, but it's not like it's been going. He's at the very bottom of uh, the QBR list, as you pointed out last week, the week before. He, Jeff Sims will, he will finish his season with a 28 QBR, lowest in the Big Ten. Yeah. And he will finish 122nd in all of college football, which is 10 from the literally the bottom of quarterbacks that qualify. They have to have at least 20 plays. Yeah, that's fine. So that's – I mean, I, I don't think Deacon Hill being healthy makes the Iowa offense any worse. Maybe it doesn't make him better, but it's not, a, it's not really devastating. He can at least move. I mean, a guy that's able to shoot a quarterback he's, sneak. He's it. a big boy. Oh, he's he's, he's a big a boy. Quarterback sneaks are back on the table in a big way. Third and one, just do it. What the stupid tush push or whatever dumb name you want to give it, just do it. Uh, so we'll see. I don't know. They were aggressive. They didn't slow the game plan down for them. They Iowa passed it a bunch. They passed it as much as they ran on first down. They passed it more on second down than than uh, they ran it. This is an aggressive game plan. Didn't work out. There's 11 out. for 27. Yeah, and there was probably five wide receiver drops among those, so the number should have been better. But he's a backup quarterback coming in relatively cold. I don't know. I, I'm not worried about it. I, I like the game plan, and I was offense was bad enough that it's not like, oh, man, the bottom's going to fall out. We'll see. I mean, McNamara was clearly not healthy and couldn't hardly move. So, Yes, it's it's it was, silly. So ACL, that, he blew, is his ACL. Is that what I think we his determined? MCL is what oh, it okay. is, but he's so definitely he's, he's, he's an engine surgery. Okay. Yes, he's done. He's not playing again. Uh, Going to be back 2024. Hopefully, he can be fully healthy. I'd love to see him fully healthy, but that's not going to happen. So it's Deacon Hill show the rest of the way. 
Does but he get a medical exemption? Right, he does. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not interested in predicting this NCAA's rules. Well, he's not. He's that. not a senior, is he? I mean, he has eligibility. No, he had two years of eligibility okay. left. So right. even if they don't medical Richard, if he has another year left. Okay. I think. I think next year would be his last year. I don't think he'd want the medical Richard. I think he'd rather rather put together one good season and then move on to whatever's next. I move on guess. to what? Being an accountant? Sure. He's not going to play in the NFL. Ooh, ouch. He he's put that on the bulletin board, Kate. He's bad. Okay. He's a bad quarterback, I think. Was he bad at Michigan? I I I don't know. I mean, having uh, the talent around him is what. Well, helped. if you're in the NFL, you usually have talented people. Right? Yeah, you're but not you stuck. want a guy who's actually good, though. Like, but if he was good with really good players at Michigan, it maybe he isn't that he's terrible. He wasn't great. There's a reason they moved on from well, him. Well, JJ McCarthy a, was better. I don't think there's any disputing that. JJ McCarthy was just better. Okay. I, he, I, I have no idea if he'll play in the NFL. His best season, he threw 15 touchdowns and six interceptions. Okay, I mean, that's a good number. Those are, they're not. It's not great, but, but it's good. It's not bad. I don't know. Anyway, I, whatever. Whether he plays in the NFL or you not, do, I don't then let the Seahawks draft him. I, I want no business of Cade McNamara if I'm. Says the guy who loves Kirk Cousins and thinks that he's the bee's knees. He's the best quarterback in this or any generation. Talking trash about quarterbacks. That's fine, well, Cade. If you're listening, you're probably not listening. Let let Eric's just hate fuel you to a great 2024 season. I'm not saying to go for quarterbacks any good, but Cade McNamara is not. You were so hyped on that guy. I was. And that he's, went ice cold yeah, very quickly. Because I watched him play, and he's not good either. But you didn't watch him play last year? Or you did, and you just came no, to a well, bad I, conclusion? No, I, I – Here's the thing. You'd like to anticipate a little progression for players, like maybe the coaches. See, this is the problem with Ferentz and his regime is like the defense, all those guys get every year you can just – you can bank on it. There's going to be a linebacker who was decent last year and now all of a sudden is just all over sure. the field. Jay Higgins, nobody knew Jay Higgins really There's going to be a safety cornerback guy who's like just going to come out the gates incredible from the season before. Case in point – you got Dejean, right? Like he Dejean was good was last year, but yeah, right. But he's like next level great now. He's the guy that's going to be a first round draft pick, correct? And sure. he should be. But you want him on the Vikings? For, absolutely, I would take him on the Vikings. But for some reason, the offense it doesn't work that way. You can't it's just like like quarterback play is a perfect example of this. You think okay, all of a sudden next year you got a whole whole off season to train and work with the staff. You've you played a little bit one season. Now you're going to start. You, it's all on you. And these guys are awful. I don't understand it. I, do the coaches not work with the quarterbacks or the offense? I mean, Petrus got worse over time, not better, right? Uh, sure. I no quarterbacks have got. I mean, I think I think that's the the biggest criticism of if it's Kirk. I don't know if it's Brian. I don't know who it is. But, but the, the fact thing. that they cannot get their offense of players better over time. Well, CJ Beathard was drafted and play in, I don't know if he's still in the NFL, but he played, I mean, he was a backup quarterback in the NFL, but he was an NFL quarterback. Like, okay, fine. A low tier bottom, you know, five worst quarterbacks in the NFL. He was like a, like an undrafted free agent, right? Sure. But he stuck around. Like there's a lot of guys like Adam Porter or whatever, uh, Rosen is gone. I mean, think of all the high-round draft picks that are just totally gone, and he's better than Trubisky. Anyway, my point is they ha- they've they had talented guys. 
Charlie Jones is in the NFL. No thanks to Iowa. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Your overall point's correct. The Iowa offense is bad. Uh, they're still bad. All CJ Beathard was a third round draft pick. Yeah. By the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. Okay. Was a well, their quarterback now was the last pick, uh, literally sure. the last pick of the draft. And now he's maybe the best quarterback in the NFL. I don't know. But Iowa's offense is bad. All 16 points by the Iowa, uh, Iowa scored in the second half against Michigan State. Almost none of that is attributable to the offense, really. Two of those drives started in field goal range. One was on the edge of field goal range in the game, like 13 yards. That goes to Brian. And then you got the punt return. For yeah, a right, right. Which, again, Cooper DeGene, that was right on. Dude, super explosive. Everybody's been waiting all year. When's it going to happen? When's it going to break one? And I texted you, I think Brian Ferentz should just pass his paycheck over to DeGene. I, I don't think – if DeGene walked in the locker room and was like, pay me, Brian, like – I think he'd have every right to say that. He had the one pick in the end zone, saved their ass at the pick in the end zone, and then won the game with the punt return. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with it. He saved his job. Uh, We'll see. I mean, there's a lot of games left. I will barely eat out 26 points. I think they lose that game after that showing. I don't think he leaves the stadium. Who's going to fire him? Let's say the athletic director. I don't know. Can the athletic would, director not fire him? Could, but would she? Would the currently temporary acting uh, athletic director just say, "Brian, the you're fans done. were chanting fire Brian throughout well, the game." It, it gets better than that. Yeah, all right, we've talked about the how wonderful the wave is. There was a sign in the hospital that said "fire Brian's." Like, oh my god, or fire Brian. I mean, it was there. So when they turned cameras to wave at the sick kids, there was a sign that said fire Brian. Brian, yep, yep. So it gets even better. Uh, Look, I I, I don't like the situation. I want a real offensive coordinator. Indiana fired their offensive coordinator. Indiana's offense is terrible. Also, their defense is not very good. So they're bad overall. The Gophers have fired their offensive coordinator. Everybody else has done this. Iowa hasn't, and it's irritating. It's infuriating. Iowa's still going to win eight games minimum. I mean, that's the floor. The defense and special teams are good enough to keep Iowa in every one of these games rest of the way. But enough about the same old story, same old story. What else did we learn week five on the college football season? Uh, Illinois is bad. Okay. You've kind of been on that train the whole season. Uh-huh. That's true. They are bad. That's correct. Is Purdue maybe better than we thought? They've been so up and down. I don't think so. I mean, Purdue, I, you So know, Purdue beat Illinois at home 44-19. Right. So that's the score. Them. If you look inside the numbers again, uh, I mean, I, I don't think Illinois and Purdue were that far away points-wise. Uh, Purdue got the fumble in the end zone. It's 13-16 at halftime. Yeah, and just kind of pulled away. Illinois slowed down a little bit, but they had comparable yards. Each had a turnover. It's just Purdue made enough conversions to move the chain. I think Purdue's better. I don't think Purdue is, you know, three touchdowns better, but that doesn't really matter. We'll get to learn a little bit more about Purdue. So, yeah, I mean, Purdue's probably less bad. Illinois just got to be at the bottom of that pecking order. Two and three, tough games coming up. Maryland's still really good. Maryland's 5-0. Yeah. Oh. They they're rolling. Mm-hmm. They're like you said, Indiana's not very, not a very good. 
No, team. Maryland hasn't played any good teams. Uh, I mean, not a single one, really. All of them have been bad. Michigan Tim State. Tim Bailoa is, like, uh, unbelievable. He's just cr- five touchdowns, just absolutely crushing it. Oh, yeah, he, he's shredded. He's been great. We'll see We'll see what happens. Things are going to start to uptick for Maryland, but it's been a good showing. They, they are, yeah, they'd be – They'd probably be the best team in the West if they were there. They're just going to have to deal with some really, really good teams. But otherwise, I mean, they have Rutgers. Wagner is meaningless. He's got the third highest QBR in the Big Ten. Yeah, he, he's really good. Uh, Michigan's a lot better than Nebraska. I mean, not a, not a shock at all. Uh, Nebraska got clobbered. Penn State also clobbered Northwestern. And then, yeah, your, your Gophers pulled away late. It was dicey for a little bit, but in the end... Gophers got the job done. So let's transition upcoming week. We'll start with Friday. We've got the Nebraska Cornhuskers going to Champaign to take on Illinois in a I would want to just call this a Big Ten West elimination game. Is that fair to say? Uh, can they both lose? I mean, neither of them have won a Big Ten game yet. Oh, neither one's going to yeah. win the Big Ten West, but it's going to be just the hope's going to be completely gone for yeah. one who's this game. If you're I mean, 0-3 in the Big Ten, it's it's going to be tough. To like you just there's just not really any way to claw your way out of that hole. You're already just you're just Illinois for, is three and a half point favorites at home. Yep. What I, are your it, thoughts? I don't have. I, I, truth be told, I think Nebraska wins. I just think Illinois is really bad. I do too. Uh, just I am Illinois' offense is 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 actually pretty is probably close to more average than just straight terrible. But their defense, I mean, they just they give up minimum of 400 yards, and Nebraska's the best defense they'll have played. So I think Nebraska keeps it ugly. It's I mean, it's going to be an ugly, gross, low scoring game because Nebraska's offense is bad too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think that's right. Five touchdowns, seven interceptions. He didn't throw an interception last week, so he kept it at seven. But he still hasn't thrown as many touchdowns as interceptions. So we'll see. But yeah, I, I think yeah, Nebraska wins an ugly one, and Illinois. Is, Going to have to deal with a big drop-off from last year. So now let's swing things over. It's Saturday. You've gotten your chores done early. you got two games to choose from. we got Maryland and Ohio State and Rutgers at Wisconsin. If you got to watch one of those games, which one are you watching, Eric? I'm watching the Maryland-Ohio State game. I, I think Ohio State's 20-point favorites. That's big. It's a big number. And, and I... <laughs> I think Maryland makes that a game. I mean, we'll see. We'll, obviously, we'll learn exactly how good Maryland is, but oh yeah, Ohio State hasn't looked great in any of their games. They barely beat Notre Dame. They've just sort of eked by this season. I mean, they've played. They played some. I'm, obviously, they're a great team. They're going to be in the conversation, but. They beat Indiana 23 to threes, didn't put up a lot of points against Indiana, and then they played like some terrible ass teams and barely beat Notre Dame on the last play. So I don't know if Ohio State's as good as ranked four in the entire country, but Sounds we'll like see. you're saying a Maryland cover, but Ohio yes. State win? Yeah, I don't think I don't think Maryland's gonna win the game. But I think they're definitely gonna keep it within twenty. Interesting. All right. I mean I'm gonna I mean, I don't think Maryland's going to pull the upset at all. I think it's going to go the other direction. I mean, I think Ohio State's a lot better than you do. I, I, I don't hold that Notre Dame win against them. And, I mean, Notre, it was at Notre Dame, and Notre Dame was really, really good. They run a tough road game, and their defense is really excellent. This is going to be Maryland, the best defense Maryland's played 
by far, not even close. Maryland's not played a defense as good as this. So, and, and Maryland kind of does this every year. They start off, they shred teams, their offense looks explosive, and it's like, oh, we're all hyping ourselves into Maryland. And then they play a real team with a physical defense, and they just get mauled. They beat Michigan State, who your Iowa Hawkeyes should have lost to. I think Maryland's a better nine. team than Iowa. I'm not saying they're... On the road. That's fine. Maryland's a better team, and they have an actual offense. I'm totally fine with that. It doesn't change how I feel about this game, though. I mean, let... 2021, two years ago, Iowa went to Maryland and played a game, and everybody hyped themselves up because Maryland had the explosive offense, and Iowa was their same old P. Diddley defense, offense, optional selves. And they just, Maryland crumbled against Iowa and imploded. A bunch of turnovers, couldn't move the ball, and Iowa actually moved the ball a ton. It was one of their only, like, really good offensive performances of the last three years. I think it's going to be a lot more like that, but even worse, because Ohio State's going to have the great defense and and an offense that can actually punish Maryland's defense. I disagree. So we'll see. Um, And I'm also curious, though, this Rutgers-Wisconsin slugfest. I like Rutgers a lot. This is going to be a real chance for them to prove that their success is... You like like Rutgers more than Maryland? Uh, Like if they play... Who wins? If say they're playing this weekend, who are you? Picking? I probably pick Maryland. I'm, I I think Maryland's a better team overall than Rutgers. But I, I, I'm they just, play the last game of the season, by the way. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, no, I, I think that that'll be a really fun game. Actually, a game for bullpacking order eligibility for for Rutgers. But Rutgers, they haven't played tough schedule until they got to Michigan and they got you know stumped. Um, Thirty-one-seven. Yeah, well, that's I mean that's a decisive loss, but. I'll be curious because they've got a real defense. They're going to play Wisconsin in Camp Randall. So it's going to be – I'm talking to myself right here. I've been talking myself into a Rutgers cover is what I think. Yeah, I think they I can ugly too. it up. Ugly it up. I think they might win that game. Ooh, you're going for a straight. So you've got Wisconsin on straight up upset alert. Yeah, I do. Now we need a soundboard with just stupid little things we can do whenever something else. All right, so you're going out. I, well – Definitely would put money on Rutgers. I, I wouldn't want them to straight up, but I think they lit up. I think the defense is good enough to to keep it keep it close and gross and competitive. Um, now we'll move a little late in the afternoon. That I don't Northwestern Howard. Nothing to say about that one. Northwestern's going to get their third win, and we're officially going to be on Northwestern over alert. Your over right. is going to be a really strong play from here on out. I think Northwestern's going to be three and three. Yep, have myself on the back, just like Ben loves to do himself. Well, we'll see. They, they still have to be a non-Minnesota team, you know. They don't get to play the Gophers again. <laughs> so that's going to be a little bit of a challenge. Um, but not they'll win this they'll game. They'll beat Illinois. Ooh, that's going to be a really interesting pillow fight. That's going to be really interesting. They'll beat Maryland. Do you, uh, <laughs> no. Uh, oh, I don't Oh, no. Okay, but, yeah. No. They might need the Nebraska, Illinois, Purdue are like the only three games that I think they may may lose. May may help me get to their over. Okay, we'll see. Uh, no, that will get will be one away. Certainly, the unders no good. They're, they're gonna the unders busted. Your your Gophers busted the under. Best case scenario is a push because I picked the under. Now I don't want to do Iowa Purdue's game of the week. You're probably gonna try to do that, but I don't want that. 
I want to I want to talk about the the nightcapper. Uh, so let's save that one for last, and let's just let's just talk this super uncomfortable, miserable game that's going to be coming up Saturday. Iowa hosting Purdue. Iowa started off as like four and a half point favorites, and the line has shifted towards Purdue, and it's now down to Iowa two and a half. I think. Is that the Mac- McNamara? I think it's the backup quarterback. I think yeah. it's Purdue. I mean, if you didn't watch the game at all, it just looks like Purdue blew the doors off of Illinois. They did kind of, but I don't know. It was that that massive a out really? So it looks like Purdue just just is kind of trending up, and Iowa's trending down. And I've I, I've said since the beginning of the year I was going to go nine and three. I've got the Wisconsin game as a loss, and I'm just trying to figure out whether it's Purdue. Minnesota or Nebraska that Iowa loses their third game to. And this this really could be it. Uh, I'm getting a lot of 2021 vibes. So you recall, Iowa had an emotional win against Penn State. Exhausting night game. Electric atmosphere. The next week, they were like double-digit favorites over Purdue. And Purdue just blew the doors off of Iowa. And again, it wasn't. It was twenty-four to ten, and it wasn't even that close. It was. It felt like way worse. And then the week after that, Iowa also lost to Wisconsin in Camp Randall, and it was a, the two-game stretch. The two games Iowa lost in twenty twenty-one, coming off of emotional night game wins, <clears throat> with a couple of electric plays towards the end that helped Iowa seal the deal. I'm just my brain can't shake that I think this is. It's Purdue and Wisconsin winning back-to-back weeks. That's that's how I feel. I'll be happy to be wrong, but that's where I'm leaning. Eric, am I wrong? Uh, I think Purdue wins this game. Well, so I'm not wrong. Okay. No, I You're don't. It's, it's only two and a half point favorites at home. Basically, a toss-up. Um, Vegas gives what, three points for the home team. Basically, uh, yeah, I think I think Purdue wins this game. I think Brian Ferentz loses his job. What? And yeah, you think this is it? You I think, think this is it? Mm-hmm. Not only does Iowa lose, it's not going to be. Beth Gatz is saying, "Okay, Brian's out." It's we another scored. home game. It's going to be three to seventeen at halftime, and the crowd is going to be losing their minds trying to get Brian fired. They're going to chant "Fire Brian" and scream and shout, and it's going to be it's going to be tough to watch. Interesting. They may eke out another defensive score or punt t- a touchdown or something like that, um, but still lose. And yeah, and Brian's gone. That's fascinating. All right. Were you secretly hoping that Michigan State won that game? No, because Brian, I don't think. I mean, I don't. I I disagree. Where, where is he on the point watch? Is is he back on track? He is, right? No, I, it's basically needs twenty six points. I mean, it's a, I think slightly over twenty six points, but basically Iowa needs twenty six points a game for the rest okay. of the year. So he didn't really lose any ground or gain any ground. He's kind of on track. And if Iowa gets twenty six points against Purdue, I think Iowa will beat Purdue. So you know it. It's gonna require Iowa to to move the ball some, to hit those point totals and win the games. I, I don't know that it'll be seventeen to three. I we'll see. Purdue hasn't had a team a defense as good as Iowa's, but Iowa's pass rush isn't great. Purdue's defense is also not great. 
And neither we'll was see. Michigan State's though. I mean, Michigan State didn't have a good defense or offense, and then I removed the ball via the air for a half, and then that went away. And I, I put more of that on the wide receivers than you do. That, that's fine. I, I don't, I don't think a week of being the number one guy with the game plan built around Deacon Hill, who can actually move, is going to hurt Iowa necessarily. But it's going to be ugly and gross. Uh, yeah, it'll be a problem if it's seventeen three Purdue at the half. That'll be a big, big time problem. But no, I wasn't. Ho- but I, Brian's not going to be fired. That's where I really disagree. I mean, I guess Iowa could be down seventeen three. That's on the realm of, you know, definitely, definitely feasible. Brian's not going to be fired uh, if Iowa loses the game. Uh, it's it's just not going to happen during the season. There's simply no way. I don't think Beth Gatz is going to is going to come in and say he's fired. I don't think that's going to happen. Kirk's going to not do it. And what would happen, I think, would be more like Brian has agreed to move to a different position, and it's not going to be he's fired. There's not going to be a, a, a headline or, or the words uttered, you know, we've let him go or we've relieved him. Maybe of his he duties. resigns. I don't know. Sure. But that's going to happen. Dad's like, you have to resign. In the off season, though. It's not going to happen during the season. I, I would bet a substantial amount of money. So that, you're saying there is no possibility that Beth gets, says to Kirk, either you fire your son or you're fired. Not during the season. Not, not at all during the season. Nope. This may be some version of that, maybe a little less forceful uh, in the offseason. Because a, a new athletic director might want to say, I want to pick my coach. I want to start fresh. Maybe, but she's temporary right now, and there's just no way she's going to do that during the season. And Kirk's not going to – I mean, absolutely not. It's not going to happen during the season. Iowa could go, whatever the math is, you know, four and eight with 10 points a game the rest of the season. I mean, we're seeing a lot of Big Ten coaches fired midseason. How many last year? Three, four, five? Yeah, Wisconsin fired their coach. I don't know who else. Nebraska. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's not happening, though. It's not going to happen Michigan State's already fired their head coach. I know that was for different reasons, but... um. Yeah, but again, it's not it's not going to happen. I, I I promise you, Brian Ferentz will not be fired during the season or let go okay. or anything else. None of that's going to happen during the season. Okay. I think it will probably happen or some version of that in the off season, but it won't matter. It, it could be thirty five to three, and Iowa could lose forty nine to ten to Purdue, and he's not going to be fired. I mean, Brett Bielema's right there. You know, he's right there. I don't. I don't want Iowa to hire Brett Bielema at all. There, there, there are guys on the coaching staff that we'd love. There are plenty of other coaches out there that I'd be happy. I'd much rather they hire Bob Stoops than, uh, you know, Brett Bielema. If we're talking about guy with Iowa ties, I mean, I, Brett Bielema's got to be the bottom of of anybody's pecking order. I, I don't know, and and that's assuming he'd leave Illinois which would be, I think, kind of a scandalous turn of affairs, really, uh, to just go a little bit west to another Big Ten team. But it won't matter. I I hope you're wrong about the score. It's like, okay, but there was a big gap. He didn't leave Wisconsin and go to Illinois. He left Wisconsin and went to the SEC. No, but he left to, like, Arkansas or something like that. Right, right, right. But I I don't know how often that happens in – in conference, I mean, how often does a head coach from one Big Ten team in the offseason go directly to another Big Ten team? I mean, has that ever happened? 
It's happened like once or twice in baby. It would Well, it, yeah, I guess, but now the conferences are so big, I mean it's it, that's bound to happen. Sure, the chances of or have gone or will will go up for sure. But I just don't think it it's very unlikely that Bielema would leave Illinois for Iowa and I don't think they'd want him and there's a lot of better choices. You know, a lot a lot of great options. For, All right. Well, but, so what you think Iowa blows him out? No, I you did, apparently didn't hear what I said. I think I think this is one where Purdue wins. I oh, think it's going to be. I, I, I think, didn't hear you actually predict that. No, I think it's going to be a repeat of 2021. I think okay. Iowa loses to Purdue. You heard it here, I, folks. Iowa is going to also follow it up with a, a loss to Wisconsin, in which the offense is especially bad. And then bad. another loss to Minnesota? Three losses Iowa, in a row? I think Iowa gets back on track and wins out after that to finish 9-3 and three and miss out on a Big Ten West championship game, but have a perfectly fine bowl in Tennessee or Florida, most likely. That's what I think is going to happen. Now, if Iowa beats Purdue, great. Then that means I'm, I'm now I'm now worried about your Gophers or the Cornhuskers, but I think again yeah, nine and three is how it turns out. I think this is uh, I don't think it'll be seventeen to three at the half. I, I don't think that's going to happen. I think it'll be a lot closer. I just think it, it's going to be close and the breaks going to yeah, go on. Backup Iowa quarterbacks late. usually are re- usually really good for the offense. Yeah, I'm getting Eric. You reach a point where the offense is so terrible, it does it really matter? Okay. How much worse could Deacon Hill do than McNamara did over the first four games? Game of the week on oh. NBC Peacock Saturday night. Okay, can I just get a take off my chest? Please do. The I love stupid, the I love the segue. By the way, go ahead. The stupid Pass. Fallout Boy Saturday night song. Can we please stop with that trash? I I hate it. I hate it. I hate the the little promo video. I hate the guy's stupid hat. I don't like Fall Out Boy. Never been a Fall Out Boy guy, but the this is Saturday night thing. Like I, I, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. That's my take. Okay, that's fine. And they, I, that's the promo for the Saturday night game, which is Michigan Minnesota. It was relevant to our conversation here. Sure. Well, you, the game's going to be not fun to watch either because Michigan is going to destroy the Gophers. Ah, uh, 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 not so fast, my friend. I think your Gophers ugly this game up. What? They're not no. going to win. I don't want to give you false. Michigan's hope. a 19 point favorite. You were just on the road. What does that matter? You you were you're confident Maryland's going to cover and keep it tight against Ohio State. Who's a 20 point favorite? Michigan's going to win for the little brown jug. All Minnesota has to do to cover is you know lose by 17. That's all Minnesota has to do. They're going to grind it out. They're not going to – I think uh, P.J. Fleck feels about Kaliak Manis the same – and the Gopher receiving options the same way you do. They're going to grind it out. They're going to try to chew up clock to reduce possessions. I don't think it's the receivers for the Gophers. I think it's just the, the play calling and the quarterback. Okay. I, I, I think well, the receiving course is pretty good. I'm not, I'm not convinced of that, but that doesn't matter. It's beside the point. It's not going to matter because they're not going to pass a bunch. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a heavy dose. They have a good good tight end. Daniel Jackson's got four receiving touchdowns. Okay, uh, congrats. Daniel Jackson's so. good, but that's one guy, and he's that's whatever. That's fine. We're splitting over here and about why the Gophers. Span Ford's a good tight end. Sure, I mean he's no Eric All, but that's fine. You know you can be happy with your guy. Eric All, why is he so slow? What's up with that? 
There was that one uh, screen pa- tight end screen pass, and he had all this field. He just runs so slow. Okay. Oh, I'm not impressed with him. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Be not impressed. I, I don't know. I don't know how fast. And he had that one one fumble where the guy just ripped it right out of his hands. Where was that last week? Might that was against week. Penn State, and that was because yeah. he he his his biggest bug is I hate I hate how he carries the ball. Yeah, he, he holds it like a loaf of bread. It, it it's so upsetting, and it's like people. It almost happened again in this game, but then he flipped over the guy, and he actually held on to the ball. But yep, yep. Uh, it, it looked very precarious, like it was. It's just the same thing. No, the, the, the announcer commented. No, it was against Penn State because he was diving forward, and he had the ball out there, and it's just very easy to punch it out right as he was coming to the ground. And you know, I, I, I and e- even on the touchdown pass that he had, like he's just carrying the ball out there so awkwardly. And it's like somebody's going to be just swat that thing. Like, yeah, they can't tackle you, but they're going to knock the ball away. It Oh, it drives me batty. Uh, that, I, I don't know. His speed seems fine to me, but, you know, maybe he should have gotten more than 32 yards on that. It was a busted coverage. You know what you're talking about. It was like he ran a shallow cross and just nobody covered him. Nobody there was, was nobody there, else. yeah. Yeah, there's nobody on that side of the field. He got 50 yards. Okay. I, I don't know how many tight ends would have gotten 50 yards out of that. The other guys are pretty fast, too, but that's fine. Anyway, Gophers passing game is it going to be a factor? It's Gophers running game that is. Gophers rushing defense they're gonna they're gonna try to push Michigan, force them to pass. But Michigan, Michigan's they have the best quarterback statistically in the Big Ten, and the Gophers secondary is atrocious. The amount mm-hmm. of yards they've given up and touchdowns they've given up in the air is bonkers. So Michigan's gonna put up like 50 points in the air. Ooh, okay. So seven touchdown passes for the Gophers. Yeah, the maybe. Wolverines. Okay, that's that's a big take. Uh, you know, I, I, the Wolverines also haven't really played anybody, and it's going to be a pretty hostile atmosphere. It's, I mean, is this hunting? Is the is the bank sold out? No, probably not. Oh, um, bummer. That's. The, I mean, Louisiana put up twenty four. Northwestern put up thirty four. Like the uh, North Carolina put up thirty one. Their defense is not what you're what you think it is, and especially their secondary. No, the secondary is bad. I agree that Gopher secondary is bad, but I think that they're going to be able to just chew up enough clock. They're going to get a couple of plays here and there, going to catch Michigan off guard. And I, I think, I mean, I think the final score is probably something like I don't know, let's call it thirty to thirteen, Michigan. That's my score prediction. Okay. How bad does the damage get? You you, got, you obviously got Michigan covering. Hard cover. Well, okay. What I so fifty-one to twenty-one. And that I, okay. You might I think if the Gophers score twenty-one points. I'm confident that Michigan will score less than thirty-eight. But we'll see. But all right, everybody. That's it. That's the upcoming week of Big Ten football. Fire, Brian. Oh, they're chanting again, Ben. Can but, you hear? Uh, sure. Gosh. Well, you heard it here, folks. Iowa gets blown out by Purdue, and Brian has to just pack up his stuff in his locker and just head home into his mansion wherever he lives in Iowa City. Thanks, everybody. Yep, thanks for listening. Uh, rate and review, and thanks to Go yep. Iowa Awesome Rivals Iowa for the support. And uh, keep on trucking. Keep on keeping on. Yeah.